Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Till we're on. on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, that's half true. Uh, it is Badge and Woogie here tonight in the Sports Day studio. No, Wait Scott on. Sattler. What? Why? Well, you know He why. was due back tonight. He's... He's crook, actually, isn't he? He's in hospital. Um, gout. Oh, I think it's... Gout's got the best of him, mate. It's worse than that. Oh. No, it's some sort of... Do reveal. Some sort of arthritis thing that's... Oh, is that all? ...getting in his joints and... Well, he's he's tougher than you and me and he's in hospital, so I know he must be in some serious pain. You know the problem... Why couldn't he get this last week, though, when he was on holidays? Why (laughs) does he leave it until (laughs) the day he's due back? Well, I would say he wanted a long weekend. He's not a he's not a public servant. That's right. Well, he acts like it. Anyway, he's not here, and he's. Uh, we wish you well, Sats. I hope you get yeah, better. Yeah, come on, mate. Harden up. Um, we should go and give him a sponge bath. What do you no, reckon? We shouldn't. Why not? Because I think his wife's doing that at the moment. Uh, hello to our listeners uh, through uh, the Super Radio Network, our favourite radio all network. All the nurses. And all the nurses listening. If, in yeah. fact, if you're a nurse, and I don't want to hear from Danger or Glenn, right? Pretending they're nurses. Their danger knows about baths. <laughs> he does. Uh, let us know. 0457 736 736. We want to honour you tonight because you, you ladies and gentlemen, do an amazing job. What's the matter? Where I don't know where I'm from? going. Why? Shout out to the Why? nurses. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SCN 1170 in Sydney, SCN 1620 on the Gold Coast, uh, SCN Track, uh, listeners through the SEN app, uh, SENQ 693 in Brizzy, and also Canberra, yep. 1323 AM. Uh, plumbers L- tomorrow night too. Plumbers? Yep. Yeah, they don't get enough credit, do they? Mate of mine's a plumber. Filthy oh. rich. Yep. They are the new... So Filthy to- is the operative word for some <laughs> of them, but yeah, rich too. Badge, it used to be the, it used to be the Sparkies were the ones driving the nice utes. It's now the plumbers. I think they both are. Yeah, they probably are. They don't like... Plumbers don't like Sparkies. Why? They say they've never gotten their hands dirty. And the other but trick. But it's dangerous work. Absolutely. Electricians, yeah. And never shake a plumber's hand. That's a bit of advice my father <laughs> gave me a long time ago. Just do the. I wouldn't the even touch. No, nah, don't even fist bump them. Don't fist them at all. What a weekend <laughs> in sport. What what what's well, the matter? Don't do that. What a weekend in sport. Australia out of the T20 World Cup. And it's not. And a, you're smiling about this. I was cheering for England on what? Saturday night. Why does this make you happy? I've got to say, I, I've, I was ruined. Yeah, I was sat. 
Woogie, you were right, and mm-hmm. I was – you said they will not make the final. They will not win it. And I cheered from all the way, and you've been booing them since the start of this tournament. Please explain. Well, as we discovered last week, Badge, on Sports Day, we, we, we actually discovered there's a lot of people similar, feeling similar to what I'm – just off the Australian cricket team it at the moment. It doesn't make me happy, though, that they've lost. It doesn't give me any satisfaction that the Aussie cricket side has lost. And I know it probably does you because you you have you, – you, you know, I missed that early part of the tournament. You, you said it all went a bit pear-shaped. You didn't like stuff that was said and the way they were playing and – some of the selections and Pat Cummins, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of predicted this to happen. So I went back. Are you feeling smug? I think this was uh, – no, I'm not. I think this – because I, I was – I fell back in love with the Australian cricket team under Tim Payne and Justin Langer. Mm. And the moment they sacked Justin Langer for no reason, after winning the World Cup and bringing all this success, I just thought, that's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was player power, wasn't it? It was driven – I and that didn't get it. And that's where we are now. We've ended up here because player power. And what did Wayne Bennett say, Badge? Yeah, I let the players make decisions. What, what's he let them do? Flavour of ice cream for dessert. <laughs> that's it. What uh, what shirt they're going to wear on the bus? The big ones. The big decisions. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to throw Maxwell under the bus here, Badge. How's, how's Justin Langer feeling at the moment? I mean, I, I know he would not be the sort of person that would death ride them, but no, yeah. not at all. Got to be. He's got to be sitting back scratching Going, his head as well. Yeah, you stuffed this up, guys. But, Badge, I want to play this bit of audio, and we're going to talk to Ian Healy about this uh, shortly. And, and and listeners, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 736 736, you can text us. This is what Ian Healy had to say. It goes a couple of minutes. No, but, no, Glenn Maxwell. Oh, about Glenn no, Maxwell. about, about Glenn Maxwell today. Sorry. And it's not just about Glenn Maxwell. I reckon there's a problem in the change rooms. But have a listen to what Heels, who normally gets this right, have a listen to what he had to say on his breakfast show this morning on SENQ. Glenn Maxwell's public comments yesterday are certainly not going to help us and help you that had those thoughts last week. They were totally self-centred. And he seemed to be unaware that they're representing our country. One of his quotes, in the modern professional game, even World Cups get lost in the mix. Few players will lose sleep and not dwell on such an exit for long. Now, here's another quote. Uh, You can't dwell on it. I think you move on pretty quickly. I think we've got a one-day series against England probably 24 hours later and <laughs> then we got the big bash and we got four day cricket we got so this cricket never stops so you, you don't get time to dwell maybe when you retire you think back to it and oh it would have been nice with that but it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything <laughs> there's no point in dwelling about it it's it's like oh well should we had a one <laughs> we didn't <laughs> yeah no mention of the nation who supported us and we would love to have done a bit better for you. Uh, invested to attend this week's semi-final in Adelaide. Uh, and a lot of people I know are going down to watch Australia play England. Um, expats who return from their their place of residence now for a break and might watch some exciting performances. So this was a terrible untidy performance by Australia, cre- creating black marks for the hierarchy of coaches and senior players everywhere. They misread preparations. They misread the tournament conditions and they've been surprised by other teams who are playing better than them at their home. They misread the form levels of the key players, they misread the fitness levels of many, and definitely misread the sharpness of everyone in the squad. After all that, I feel a changing of the guard will be the response 
as bad as the planning was, it'll be a sign of a rebuild coming up rather than an embarrassing backpedal. Finch and Wade's careers now will be in debate and in trouble. Do we want Steve Smith and Mitchell Stark in future or are we going to move on from them totally? These are major unknowns in the defending champions camp. Yet, still no mention of striving to do better for Australia. From Maxwell, the player I would have as our next captain. So there's so much work to do. They they could be, uh, they just begin with all by considering those that they represent a little more in their public comments. Can they get that work done and can we improve in the near future? Pretty well said. Yep. Perfectly put. And I think you reflect a lot of, uh, listeners and fans' feelings, heels. Good on you, mate, and we'll catch up with him pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I, I, for mine, the lack of hurt, the lack of in, – in Glenn Maxwell, who, who's one of my favourites, and I, I love watching him play, but to be saying it doesn't really matter and laughing, I, I, that just got me. I, I, was, I was kind of okay with the other stuff. Yeah, they've got lots of tournaments on, but to then go, it doesn't matter and, and laugh about it. I, I, I'm just shattered because he, he's wearing the green and gold. Well, that's right, Badge. And, you know, every you know, time, they, you... and, and they didn't. They didn't. They had to put the cleaners through Afghanistan, and they didn't. And and therefore they, they, they nearly left lost. The door, nearly lost, but they left it open for England to just just to not have any pressure on them. All they had to do was win, which I know is is not as easy as it says. But they had to win, and they did against Sri Lanka, and therefore were out. Do you think? Do you think they play a lot of T Twenty cricket around the world and really don't care about the shirt they put on, and forget that they're actually representing? Australia. Guns for hire. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, you know, they're playing for uh, Rajasthan or in the UAE or in, in the West Indies or, uh, you know, or for the Sydney Strikers or whoever. I get it then. Yeah, yeah, well, it's another tournament we didn't win and I'm not as shattered as some people are. But when you're playing for your country, that's that's ordinary, very, very ordinary sentiments. And I hope that's not a reflection of everyone in the dressing room. Yeah, what do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I that just sums up what is wrong with cricket Australia at the moment, uh, and there's a lack of leadership. No one's taking this team by the, by by the horns and saying, "No, we're doing it this way." And I have no doubt, I have no doubt that's what Justin Langer did. Southern Shark in Melbourne says Maxwell has always been about Maxwell. He is a two. I think he might mean tool, who can bat sometimes. I think it's a bit harsh. Oh, I think he can play. Outstanding. That run out of his and uh, that, that really, uh, you know, helped Australia. Uh, he's an absolutely great player, but I just, I'm just, I'm pretty shattered by those comments. And I'm just, I just don't want to throw Maxwell under the bus here for those comments, but I'm wondering if his comments reflect that of the entire dressing room. Just, and he's just, he's the messenger. I just said that. Oh, you did. And I hope they do. I but, mean, I hope I hope our but, listeners respond to that. I hope they don't reflect how everyone else feels. I hope there's a bunch of no, we're just sitting there with their heads down, going, "We've stuffed this up." Um, it doesn't yeah. sound like it. Aaron Finch and and Matty White. Well, I don't think they play again for Australia in a T Twenty until next August, if I read that correctly. That's right. That's right. So there's got to be some question marks about their future. Yeah, Ian Healy will join us real soon. Michelle Bishop, of course, is in the UK. Uh, covering what's going on with the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah, there's been some big results there. Well, let's let's talk about the, the big one overnight. Samoa. Samoa defeated Tonga. Everyone was writing Samoa off they, after that first game. They got smashed 60 points to six mm. by England. 
and they've come back. And and I just couldn't see it because they were they were very very ordinary at the World Cup in 2017. I covered that. Sats covered that um, on TV, and they were terrible. And 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 Matty Parish had the coach had so many detractors, and uh, the players were unfit. They just didn't get it right. Well, they've come back from uh, a long way behind to find themselves in the semis for the first time at the expense of. Well, we thought a team that could potentially win it, Tonga. Did you end up seeing the footage of uh, the war dancers? No, not team? yet. Oh, Badge, it'll give you chills. Do it in the break. They basically stood nose to nose, right, and they and they they did their war dance. Don't look now. We're we're right. Actually no, I'm there. just going to get it ready so I can <laughs> do it. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. Gave you gave you chills. Uh, Joel and Fletch joining us. Our top seven moments from the weekend. In sports, um, uh, there's a big upset in there, by the way. Um, what did you like from the weekend, Batch? I, you know what I did like? Uh, James Tedesco has declared that he doesn't care who the world number one is. He says he believes the uh, the kangaroos are the best and they'll show it against New Zealand. They are going to, have to be outstanding. New Zealand scraped home against Fiji, but I've got a feeling they're building this game could be you know, this could mm. be the best game of the tournament, Australia versus New Zealand, and it's the semi-final. Six o'clock Saturday weekend. morning. Mm. I'm teeing off at six twenty-one. I might pull out a golf. Well, you could. Can you watch it on your? I'll do that on my phone. Still go. Hey, hey, badge. You know what I love from the weekends? No. I loved Afghanistan's performance against Australia. Real gutsy with the bat and ball. Maybe Australia could channel some of that mm. enthusiasm and, and and some of their guts. What about? What about the Netherlands? Yeah, well, I'm going to get to that later on in the in the top seven. But okay, my my highlight. I mean, four runs. They felt and Australia again. Maybe they thought they're going to go out and get a ton of runs. They contained them to 150 odd, mm. and then they came out and, and Rashid Khan nearly pulled off a miracle in that game. And yeah, he's brilliant. And people, were, you know, the interesting thing: people were cheering for him and not the Aussies at the Adelaide Oval. Very interesting indeed. Uh, what didn't you like? I uh, that. You know, we're just talking about the Netherlands winning the South Africa. Oh, <laughs> poor puckers. They can find a way to lose, can't they? Are they still the being haunted forms? by those comments from Steve Steve Waugh? Herschel Gibbs, was it? Dropped yeah, the dropped World, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was a one day. They be, they, well, they were, they were robbed, oh, I don't know how long ago now by, um, I mean, they were playing England and they needed 20 runs off about 10 or 12 balls and rain stopped play. And the Duckworth-Lewis system came in. They needed 20 runs off one ball. Like, they just, yeah, what the hell just – so they have had a couple of close ones that, um, yeah, they blew it this time. What did you like and not like from the weekend in sports? So much sport over the weekend right around the world, including Australians in action. 0457 736 736 or 1300 is our, our phone number. And also, have you got a message tonight? And maybe – I'm completely wrong. Maybe we're completely out, out of touch. But what's your message for Cricket Australia after not even making the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup on home soil? You got a message for them? Oh, four, that we can broadcast? 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or you can hit us up on the phone, 1300 01 1170. Got to go to a break. This is the uh, sports day for the eight seat Kia Carnival badge. It's a grand utility vehicle. Actually, before we do go, mm. the big story around rugby league is PVL and Andrew Abdo have cancelled their trips to the World Cup um, amid threats about a possible breakaway Yes, well, look, I really don't think there's going to be a breakaway, but the clubs and uh, I know the players, they're filthy. 
that the whole collective bargaining agreement hasn't been sorted out, uh, the new funding agreement, what's the salary cap next year, all this stuff hasn't been sorted out. It's been going on for months. And a lot of, you know, maybe the players are asking for too much. Maybe, I don't know. But these guys were going to go away for a couple of weeks to the World Cup. Why do they, they don't need to be over there. You can see it all on TV. So they have very wisely, they would have copped it. They have very wisely decided to stay home and help sort this stuff out. It's, we're past the 1st of November. That's when all the new contracts have kicked in. And, and players now can negotiate with other clubs. There's so much going on in the game. Everyone's back at training apart from the players away uh, at the World Cup. And, and these guys were going to travel over there. Good decision because that could have been, a, you know, could have been the beginning of the end for those guys if they had gone. Um, Wayne Bennett says it's but not going to happen. There won't be. There, and it won't. But, but there are 26 pages of demands from the players yeah. and clubs. And some, as Peter Bedell told us last week, are absolutely ridiculous. Um, but others are not. And they need to sort through it. Well, they maybe they can. a lot of time together. Hey, if they can sit down for a couple of weeks, a week or so, and sort out between um, News Limited and, and Super League and ARL, if they could sort that mess out, Back in the day, they can sort this out in a, in a, a you know a, a fairly short period of time, given it's been on the table for a long time. Yep, right. Yeah, well said, Badge. We're going to get to a break. This is Sports Day. Ian Healy joins us next to well wrap up Australia's poor performance in the T20 World Cup. But let's get excited. We've got a couple of great, great semi-finals coming up, and could we see a Pakistan-India final at the MCG on Sunday? Which will be, if that is the case, that will be the the most watched sporting event in the world, even it'll outstrip the the Soccer World Cup. What about the, uh, yeah, okay, Super Bowl? Yeah, easily. It'll outstrip this. Oh, there's this lots be of eyes on it in the US. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, all right, I'm moving on. Break time. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, Sats away. He's uh, actually in hospital. Sats is away and the boys will play. Yeah, we are. We're playing yes. up tonight, aren't we? To, who would we think get heels to visit him? Oh, he could wear like a, a clinger from Mash type <laughs> nurse's uniform with that nice big hat. He's joining us now on the phone. I don't think he'll join us again after that comment. Badge, uh, Ian Healy, welcome to Sports Day. No, well, I'm quite repulsed actually, you bloke. <laughs> What's going on there, please? Uh, well, he's a he's a Sats is away in hospital on morphine because of his dodgy uh, dodgy elbows. And one of our listeners has suggested we get him on the show. I think on morphine, that could be pretty entertaining. It might make sense. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be throwing it out there. Yeah. Hey, Hills, uh, you had a lot to say this morning on your breakfast show on SENQ in Brisbane with uh, Paddy Welsh. And um, your, your comments about Maxwell, quite strong, and you, you looked at him as a possible captain down down the track. We, uh, you're... Fair to say you're disappointed in his comments at that media conference after the loss? Yeah, certainly disappointed um, with what was reported and the quotes were actually said and maybe there was more to them that weren't, didn't make the newspaper yesterday but, but still I would like him 
to to lie if he has to. If it doesn't, if a World Cup for your country doesn't mean anything and gets lost in amongst all the T20 professional tournaments they play, keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself. Acknowledge the the public. You're playing for Australia. It was like he forgot they were playing for Australia, like and representing people. Because what they do is now just play for franchises all around the world most of the year, and they, they sort of represent only themselves sort of thing, and every now and then a successful team. So anyway, I'd just like them to acknowledge that some people who might have invested to go to games, um, like I know a lot of people going down to the semi-final in Adelaide on Thursday night thinking Australia were going to be in it. Um, you know, just just you know, talk to the public about... We wished we had a click that a lot better for you. Um, we, we, it just didn't work out for us, and we hope to rectify that real quickly for you. You know, don't, don't just—they sort of said it was so self-centred. It was mm. not good enough. They play a hell of a lot of cricket heels, and that's kind of the excuse some of them are seemingly tossing up. Oh, you know, I played a, a lot of footy, nowhere near as much as, as you played cricket. Did you ever lose a game, and you know, at, at any level, and? Not be a bit dirty about it? No, no. Um, and no matter how social it gets, even after our careers, you, you, you think you don't care and you get out and bat and you get out and you go, you idiot, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so and yeah, no, it hurts. And it hurts these blokes, right? They, these blokes are good blokes. They're a good team. But they, they just didn't act like a good team at any stage in that tournament. There's something that went missing, whether it was the captain's lack of form whether it was their team meetings, whether it was the new coach, the new coaching staff. There's a, if, you t- if you two within this interview can tell me the coaching staff of that Australian team, I'll give you 100 bucks, right? And, I'll and take so, 100 yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it's worked. Something just has not worked for that team because they are flat as tax and nowhere near sharp enough from ball one. Should, should we be bringing in more... T20 specialists or players from outside that maybe the test in the one day. Say we had this, uh, you know, the world. Well, when the next World Cup is on, players that are going to be so hungry to be there and get their you know limited opportunities. Should we think down those lines rather than you know I've, I've seen uh, comments that were maybe Stark and Cummins and Hazelwood save them for for Test cricket and maybe the the one dayers. They're our best T20 players. We've got our best T20 players in there. And that's what I'm saying. This is a good team. It had weapons everywhere. You know, I think a lot of people suspected Finch might not come good with the bat. Um, and but, but we didn't expect Warner to be so poor with the bat. Uh, Maxwell was dancing around all the, the crease, playing reverse shots and left-handed shots too often for a lot of people's liking. Um, uh, Tim David, weapon. Marcus Stoinis, weapon. We, we had a really good team. Mm. And, and then Stark, Hazel, Cummins, the best you can have. But they were flat as tax and not performing from that first game against New Zealand. You know, I think we misread our preparations. We didn't put a stop to 12 games. We went to India for a week before we then came home and played England in three games, one in Perth and two in Canberra. And then we go to a World Cup. We, we've overdone the preparation, not... Not the preparation. We had too much workload before that match, before that before that New Zealand match. So, and I think the boys thought, oh, we'll be right, we'll get it, we'll click on the day. Well, the other sides are a lot fresher and better than us. 
Do you think there's a division in the team, Hills? Maybe over recent decisions, the well, common I, stuff around Alinta and JL getting the sack a, a year ago. Is that possible? Well, I, nah, it's possible. It's it's definitely possible. You know, I texted Starkey when he got dropped. You know, we're playing a, we're playing Afghanistan, right? Mm. And we need to knock him over. And we need to knock him over cheap. Right? He's the first one I pick. Yeah. Because and I'm using him at the front of the innings. I'm not using him in the middle like they've been using him in the middle for some reason, right? So I'm knocking over this young Afghanistan team with Spark spearing it in at the base of the stumps with the new ball. And and they drop him. Not only don't play him, they, they drop him. And so for, for they said to beef up their, to bolster their death bowling, right? Well, he's not a death bowler. Mm. So why, why is it Stark and Richardson? Someone else had been doing the death bowling, but uh, that just doesn't make a sense, right? So I'm sure the side has been surprised by these decisions too. And so whether that's a division or not, they're, just, they're certainly not happy and they're not, you know, kicking themselves up the pants, you know, to say, let's go, let's get this going, this is not good enough. It just drifted through three weeks and it never came good. Even some of the Afghanistan players were saying Australia weren't their usual chirpy self. They weren't up. They weren't. They weren't giving it to us. They were very quiet. Which you never hear that from an Australian team. Hills. No, no. There was. They looked like they were sacked. Uh, they weren't bowling the right length lines um, and with with that real you know spice in their deliveries. India are doing it. Pakistan are doing. Mm. England are getting there. Mark Wood is thumping it through. So we've got bowlers. We've got three bowlers that can do that, yet none of them were doing it. There was something missing, and, you know, they'll have to be really honest with themselves. And if I was Cricket Australia, I'd be calling that, that coaching staff in, you know, coach in and say, listen, what's your report here? Because that is not good enough. Not, not only the messaging, but the body language and the performance, all no good, all mm. not good enough. What if, what if you're involved with Cricket South Africa? They would be absolutely <laughs> shattered again. Gee, they can find a way to blow it, can't they, Hills? They were, they were worse. They were worse than Australia. You know, that, they had a really good team too, and, and they had two really good games. And then they just started dropping catches. You, you know, what I was really impressed with their team was not only their fast bowlers, we, we expected them, but their batting had filled in. Riley Rousseau was doing a good job. David Miller was doing a good job. Quenny DeCock at the top doing a good job. Bavuma at the top, you know, all going well. So they all went bad. Plus they were dropping catches. Like that was, they turned into no good at all. And then the Netherlands beat them close. <laughs> so that's as bad as they've had. They've had a few bad ones, as you say, but that's as bad as it gets. New Zealand will play Pakistan at the SCG on Wednesday and India will play England at Adelaide Oval. God, what a game that's going to be as well on Thursday Hills, could we possibly have a Pakistan-Indian final on Sunday, which will no doubt be the biggest watched sporting event this year in the world? Yeah, right. I think we can. I think New Zealand will be very worried about Pakistan. They're on an upslope, upswing a little bit. Baba Azam and Mohammad Rizwan got some time in the middle in that game. That's where they've been failing. And if they fail, they haven't got a whole lot of hitting power after that. So they all need to contribute. And now they, they're starting to. So um, they'll have Matty Hayden pushing them all the way. 
um, as their batting coach. So, and their, their bowlers have been flamboyant. They're youthful. They're swinging the ball and they're bowling fast. So, I, I think that that's a real danger. New Zealand, to me, have plateaued a touch. They're capable. I, I think it's a it's a fifty fifty game. New Zealand can beat them, but they're going to need to be better than they have been in their last couple of matches. On the other game, I think it's fifty fifty again, which is great. England, ah, like good firepower to bat. Um, uh, good all-rounders. Sammy Curran is doing really well for them with, to go with Mark Wood. I'm, I'm just not sure they've got the all-round class of India. And India seem to be enjoying Australian conditions. Mm. And Sydney would be the least Australian condition-like. So so I think they'll, they'll enjoy it. Uh, Rohit Sharma's still got work to do. He can, he can come good, but... You know, um, K.L. Rahul, Kohli, uh, Pandya, and this Shurya Kama Yadav were, like, unbelievable. And then Rishabh Pandya's got the gloves back on. So he, he's an incredible hitter. So I just I just think... And, you know, Ashdeep Singh, the, the sick boy left arm quick, going unreal. Mm. He's a rookie. Um, uh, and uh, Bhuvaneshwar, bowling maybe one of the best in the tournament, and Mohamed Shami, they've all been doing their job. Too India, juicy. India to beat England. Yep. Uh, Pakistan to beat New Zealand. There wow. you go. It's the dream final at the MCG on Huge. Sunday. Two juicy contests to look forward to, Hills. We appreciate your uh, your honesty and uh, and for your time on Sports Day tonight, mate. You're welcome, boys. Beauty, See mate. Ian Healy. Jeez, he, he, he speaks a lot of sense about cricket. See, I had Australia playing Zimbabwe in the final. How <laughs> much I'd know. Work, Hills. Yeah, very good. He's brilliant. There you go. Is he the fifth? Best keeper? If I'm the fourth, where's he sit? You are the fourth <laughs> All right, best you don't need journalist to in this building. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival uh, GUV. We're going to go to a break. we got some good texts here. Do you want to get to Especially the, about the cricket well, do you want to read, the footy. Do you want to read out one now? Go um, for it. Yes. Uh, hey, Woogie and Badge, it doesn't really mean anything in brackets. If this is the attitude of Australian cricket representatives on how he views pulling in the green and gold, regardless of format, level or sport, if one is lucky enough to represent Australia, it's both an honour and a privilege, more said there about uh, about Maxi. So to think this sort of mindset is depriving other players the chance to represent Australia. Heels kind of balanced it out a bit there, but um, it's still so disappointing to hear that. That was from... Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood. Badge, did it ever really not matter when you put on a kangaroo's jersey? Oh, please. I can't. That's the thing. I can't believe that representing your country doesn't matter. And hurts when you get beaten. Yep. yep. And know your audience. Know who you're talking to. You're not I, talking to those journalists in that room. You're talking to cricket fans. Honestly, my mates will tell you, if we lost a game of touch footy, oh, filthy. <laughs> Did you wear your kangaroos jersey to that as well? Oh, of course, yeah. 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 No, Backyard footy. Good work, Gary. Really, really <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice, Gary! Break time. More of your texts on the one X. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to win a brand-new barbecue just in time for summer? How about you check out the Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer? Uh, You can win one. 
by going to iCanWin.com.au. Free to enter. Just chuck your details in there. Cross your fingers and hope for the best. Hey, how'd you go with the block last night, Badge? The final episode. Yeah. I got raped into it. Uh, I couldn't watch it. I, you, I watched it. You watched all of it. But I couldn't watch the end of it. It was – I was disgusted with the those reserves. Who who sets them? Like The producers. They're greedy. They're keeping all that money for the block and everything in the house and, and giving them the chance to win next to nothing. It's a joke. And, you're, oh, you're okay. and Omar that? and Oz played oh. them beautifully. Yeah, they did. They oh, did very well. Hey, it's a game, right? It's a game oh, at the end that, of the day. Who was that? Bidder that came well, a bit only for their house and drove it up so high. We're, we're alleging that. that Brilliant. Occurred. No, I said, who was the bidder? Oh, yeah. He I, only bid for their house. Yeah, I know. That was great. He drove it right up to over five, five and a half mil. He, he really liked it. It was amazing. It, he? he really liked it, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what you know what annoyed oh, me about the show? Two hours. How long does it take to do a couple of auctions? Oh, no. You've got to go back over the house again. You've got to get a real <sighs> feel for it. You've got to, you've got to see the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the order, the auction <laughs> order. That's very important. Why is that? I don't know. I, yeah, anyway. anyway. Hey, um, your text, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, you can call us. What's your message for the Australian cricketers? How, this one, Belmont from Clarence. Hi, boys. How good is Heels? Make him Australian coach and Prime Minister. I'm a New South Wales man through and through, but Heels is my all-time favourite Queenslander. Belmont from Clarence. Got to say, is a lot of people would agree. Mark says... Is Australia really not fresh enough? The Asian teams had the Asian Cup and Pakistan played England for seven 2020 series warm-up matches. Mm. Well, that, I guess, yeah, on that same, on that same note. Um, Mark makes another point here. They're just playing it down because of all the negative press about the team. And 2020 is more franchise cricket. Tests and the one-day World Cup are more important. And we forget they won the Cup 12 months ago. Mm. Well, they certainly didn't. They certainly celebrated that like it was important. Yes. And, and now this year it's not important. No, it's not important. Statsy from Freshwater says he couldn't give two stuffs about T20. There's a few people saying that. It's a rubbish game that rewards only batters. May as well have a bowling machine rather than true bowlers. Bring on test cricket. Haven't watched one ball of this World Cup. And Australia not making the semis is of no consequence to me. Okay. Next. Yep. On your Statsy. They will struggle against South Africa, mind you, in you, the Test Series. You're very indifferent about this too, weren't you? you I mean, what? you're not happy with the Aussie side, but you don't really care that they didn't win. No. You're just dirty about Maxi's. I just did. Yeah. being I, 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 yeah. Mate, you know what will happen, though? We'll play, we'll play a few tests or a couple of tests against West Indies and all will be forgotten, and then, bang, South Africa are going to come and wipe the floor with them. Like they've really got to fix themselves mm. up before they play South Africa. Steve says, Woogs has astounded me by his predictions in the <laughs> T20 World Cup. Surely he must be elevated to third best cricket journo in this building. I was thinking that Perhaps too, even Steve. The se- you probably are no, the third. No, he doesn't say this building. Perhaps even the second best. No, well, there's Sats. There's well, Barrett Sundarism. There's Jack. We'll get him. He goes below me now. He's not in the building. Peter Lawler. I think I'm better than him. So I reckon Peter it goes. Peter Lawler. It's Lawler. Yeah. I think it goes crash than me. Hmm. Just a thought. Or you, and then you'll crash. <laughs> Guys, as bad as it sounds, I think they just know they're getting paid and don't really care. Considering the contacts, they look at the World Cup money as loose change. Scotty and Cronulla. Well, unfortunately, that's how it sounded from Glenn Maxwell, Scotty. You're, you're right. That I just can't believe those words came out of his mouth that who cares? But Doesn't you're playing matter. for your laugh, country. Laugh. How many people want to do that? That's why, that's why I'm shattered. 
And what sort of an example does that set for kids? That doesn't matter. It does mm. matter. I'm a chook man. Is that I'm a chook man? Imo chook man? No, in my. I'm a chook man. The ground fielding, catching and bowling in the first game set the tone for the whole tournament. I missed that. That was against the Kiwis, wasn't it? Was it was horrible. Was it? But credit to the Kiwis. Their batting was unbelievable. Mm. What does oh, L- they have some world-class batsmen. What does LMO mean? Is That's what he's written, right? LMO. Laugh my. No. No, that's what his is name. It? No, it's not. It's not it's... I'mo chicken. Elmo <laughs> chook man. Elmo chook man. Actually, I've got a complaint. I've got a chicken joint, fast food joint, sending me text messages every day. It's hard enough. Lay off. Mm. It's one with the big. They're like betting agencies. They're just are they? Yeah, you think oh, I better have a few days off. So oh, you... here's a special again. Are you saying I should not ch- even looking? You saying I should chicken responsibly? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I should be doing, Matt? <laughs> I think you should. Listen, uh, Mr. That should, be a, that should be at the bottom of all of those ads. <laughs> Please eat responsibly. I can't do that. <laughs> I cannot do that. Um, badge, just a, a quick one. Mal Meninga <laughs> on SENQ this morning says they will pick and stick with a side for the semi-final clash with a focus on having forwards on the bench. One thing Mal did confirm is Ben Hunt and Harry Grant will be playing. Yeah, but Ben's, you know, that's his position now. So he's he's nine in, in this tour, you know. So him and, I, you know, it's no secret that, they work really well together, Ben and Harry. You know, they did, did really well at you know, origin level and they've done very well in the first couple of games um, together. So we just kept that going and I just given them some game time. I gave Ben 80 minutes the week before and Harry this week. So um, they're fit and raring to go. So um, at this stage, I would think that both would be playing, um, but we've got another 24 hours to make it make a decision. No surprise, uh, outstanding players, and Benny Hunt also covers the halves. So they they do have a fantastic combination, and I've seen it work with either of them starting the other one off the bench. You know, in in, uh, in Origin, they've done it both ways around. So, yeah, good stuff there, and I'm um, pretty sure he'd be sticking now with um, with Nathan Cleary. Struggling with the too. balls, though, Cleary, isn't he? Those lighter Lighter balls. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Now we used to play with these heavy leather balls, and we'd go over there, and they had the similar to what we've got now, similar to what they have still got the the uh, you know the white the grippy balls, and we'd go, why don't we get these back in Australia? And finally, we did. But so when you first start kicking them and passing and throwing them, they they they're just a bit different. And so he hasn't been hitting that. But Mel said he practices too much. Almost Mm. his kicking. He had they left him at training the other day. And and because he was just taking that long after with his goal kicking practice, bit Nathan clunky, Cleary. bit clunky in that second half against uh, Lebanon. I'm not, not sure if you saw any. Well, of they haven't it. had a tough game yet. Yeah, true, true. Well, and, that, that's one of the issues. It was a bit tougher, wasn't it? But they yeah. haven't had a real tough hit out. No. And next next weekend, this weekend, they're playing New Zealand. Oh, no. How the world number one. Be? It's going to be outstanding. But both and and New Zealand had a hard game against Fiji. Uh, and Joey Manu really, really um, got him out of trouble. He was amazing again. There are claims that he's the best fullback in the world. Well, if he's played regularly at club level, and he can't because James Tedesco is his club skipper and fullback, oh, you know, he, he's up on that level. He's mm. amazing. The, the guy's an outstanding player, and they've done well to keep him the chooks considering he wants to play fullback. Tedesco went off at halftime. Well, didn't come back for the second half, a bit of a cork, uh, but he'll be okay. They just look different um, in that second half. I mean... Who'd we we had Munster at fullback and then we had Cleary and DCE in the half. So all the combinations were different, but they certainly did miss 
uh, Tedesco when yep, he went off. Yep. Um, on that note, Adrian from Rouse Hill texted that Joey Manu confirmed what he said after his astonishing first game of the world, is now the best player in the game and the gap between Manu and the chasing pack is widening with every performance. Well, you know, he's up there. Oh, I don't know. He's the best player in the game. He's very, very good, Adrian. Your opinion, although, is that he's the best? Well, that's um, that's taken on board. Uh, also, Paul Gallen is fortunate Tavita Pangai Jr. is not his farewell bout because it would be lights out, Gal. Yeah, Tavita Pangai He fought Jr. in the undercut, f- didn't he? Yeah, yeah and, uh, and was looking pretty good. Yeah, I think you're underestimating Gal there, was that on though, the un- Oh, no. Was that on the undercard of Sonny yeah, I think it was, and, yeah. yeah. And Mark, Mark Hunt? 30 kilos Sonny. he lost. Yeah. But she's not getting text messages from a chicken joint. Well, if he is, he's ignoring he's, it. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's blocked his phone. God, now I want chicken. Rightio, uh, this is Sports State. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. More of your text messages. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Michelle Bishop joining us after the break. Uh, 7 o'clock if you're in New South Wales, 6 o'clock if you're in Queensland. Live from the UK where she's covering the Rugby League World Cup for Channel 7 and also uh, SDN. We'll have a chat to her real soon, get the latest on what's happening over there. Stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Tom Brady has made history in the Bucks win over the LA Rams, 16-13. Uh, Tom passed uh, Peyton Manning for the most game-winning drives in the NFL history. Batch 55. And we thought off-air that wasn't many, but then when you work it out, it's actually about two and a half a season. So Yeah, I don't even know what a drive is, but it sounds like it's good. You know what it is. I don't. So it's when they get the ball last and he needs to win a game. Right. On that, on that last before drives, before beauty. times out. Anyway, well, and and uh, got some good text here. New England Patriots, who he used to play for, yeah. they they were always such a dominant team. He wouldn't have been in that position often. So, beauty. well done to uh, Tom Brady on that today. Yes. Now the uh, we're talking about the footy. We've done a lot of cricket. We're talking about the uh, RLPA and the Stoush and Peter Valandis and Andrew Abdo deciding to stay back in Australia and not go over the World Cup. Gents, regarding the stalemate between. The RPA and the NRL CBA negotiations. I had to laugh at a senior club official who declined to be named. He said, if the NRL wants to bully players and clubs, we'll find a different group of people to govern. Good luck with that. What other schmucks are going to give clubs $272 million annually in funding? Hmm. Turn it up. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, Wayne Bennett thinks that too, right? Yeah, they're, they're not going to have a breakaway. That They wouldn't go down that road again, but uh, they need to come to the party and to get things sorted. Hey, Le- Leo sent us a text. Apparently you can press, op- press opt-out from those chicken texts. Press opt-out. <laughs> but I've got a f- large free chip sitting there. Thank I don't you, know Mr. if I want Anchor. to do that. Uh, and another text here from 280. Woogie, the South Africa versus Australia Test Series could be the shortest tests ever with the bowling talent and SA batting, a South African batting, not that crash shot either. Well, that could be very long if there's no good bowling. Oh, yeah. right, okay. right. We're going to go to a break. Okay. You go and heat up your... What do you got for dinner, Tom? Uh, lasagna. No, he'll go and heat up his lasagna. I'll sit here starving. Dreaming of chicken Beauty. and chips. Uh, Michelle Bishop, she'll join us after this break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, no, Sats here tonight. He's just, he sent a text. He's out of hospital. He's going well, so... Mm. I might pop around and take him around some chockies or later on. You all right there, mate? How's the lasagna? Out and of five, what would you give it, Gary Belcher? 12 points a goal. That's the other one on that too, I think. All right. That's fine. Off the air thought. Oh, lasagna's beautiful. Homemade last night. It's always, I reckon it's better the next night. It certainly is. Uh, for those who are just tuning in to Sports Day, welcome to the second big hour. Michelle Bishop joining us. She's about to go down for breakfast. Oh. And allow me, please allow me she to ask. She's all mixed up. What's... <laughs> Please allow me to ask, because she's in the UK, what is on the breakfast menu? I love a good hotel breakfast. Kippers? Little potatoes? No, kippers. kippers. Not kip, they're kippers, but no, oh, they're, they're ki- little fish kippers. <laughs> oh, you don't want to eat that. That's gross. It'll be porridge. Isn't that what they eat over there in crumpets? And tea? We'll find out Something from Michelle that. Bishop. She's going to join us real soon. Uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Might Network. Be real healthy. Across the SDN Not her network. breakfast, I mean, but you saying, in England, saying, all right. generally. I'm going to... You just love upsetting people, don't you? No, just the English. Uh, keep your texts coming through. 0457 <laughs> 736 736. Did you read this text out before from Mark? Uh, are Australia really fresher? The Asian teams had the Asian Cup and Pakistan played England. Did you? For yeah, 7 did. 2020s, you yeah, did. did. I wasn't sure. I just had it sitting there and I just wanted to. I should have moved it out of that you file. You should have. That's I the... think it got, might have been moved back in. Uh, do you know the – no, I don't think you moved it. I think you're heating up your lasagna. Um, imagine if it is a Pakistan-Indian final on Sunday night. Mm. It will be the most watched sporting event this year. Ever. Possibly. Massive massive in China, cricket. Well, I don't think they need to rely on China. They've got the population – someone has sent this through to us whose number finishes in 280. Indian population, 1.417 billion – and Pakistan, 230 that, million. That was sent in about an hour ago. Yeah. So it's probably increased further. Bit, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm gonna, look, I'm going to leave you. Okay. To finish your lasagna, I want to get someone serious on the phone. You can hear her every morning with uh, Vossi and Brandy on SEN 1170. And, of course, see her on the, on the telly on Channel 7. Michelle Bishop joining us on Sports Day. Hello, Michelle. Uh, good morning here. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> are you so in Manchester? time frame. Yeah, sitting in Manchester, actually just about to go down for some breakfast. I'm uh, obviously at the same team hotel as the Australian players. Um, off the training at 10 o'clock this morning at Emirates Stadium. The boys are coming off the back of a, a day off yesterday. Do want to touch on the fact that I actually caught up with Isaiah Yo yesterday and it was, um, you know, completely caught me off guard. I just asked him about the CBA and uh, he was a little bit aggravated and, and really told us what he, what, you know, he thought about the whole situation. But I'll touch on that shortly. Guys, I wanted to give you a bit of an insight on exactly what Mal's created here because it's something that I haven't seen before and I've been on a, a you know, number of uh, kangaroo tours and also uh, State of Origin series, travelled with the boys. Um, it's the family emphasis that Mal's, he's, we all know he's huge on history, but he's massive when it comes to families. And I have to say, from you know watching and being in and around constantly, it's working. Um, 
you know, to see it's something you don't see normally, to see Cam Munster, uh, you know, mucking around with his little boy, little baby Jackson, and feeding him at breakfast time. Uh, and they're not going off into their own private rooms. They're literally, you know, in sitting with the public and, uh, you know, just embracing, you know, the whole tour. Um, I have to say, I walked past Ruben Cotter's room. He's um, staying next to my cameraman. And I heard a baby screaming for quite some time last night. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, poor Ruben. And it was good to see that he didn't pass the buck with his, um, with his partner. He was there with little Sonny, but I'm just what I'm, what I'm trying to establish here is, guys, the fact that these these uh, players they've, they've got a huge responsibility. They're playing in the World Cup, but they're still being um, you know part of the family, and it's helping them. Um, I spoke mm. with Latrell Mitchell yesterday. His little girls aren't coming over, but his his partner Brielle's coming, and he's really looking forward to it. So I just I just love the fact that Mel's created this, and these new age footballers they embrace it, they want it, they need it, and I think it's helping their game. I want to ask Gary Belcher a question here, Michelle. Um, Badge, how many uh, babies did you feed on your kangaroo tours? My own? (laughs) Could you take your own kids? No. No, no, it didn't happen. And, in fact, I remember one, there was a player, we were told strictly not to let our wives or partners stay in the same hotel. And one player did, smuggled her in. She was staying on another floor and the boys found out and weren't very happy about it. So it's very, very different, Michelle. I love this. Um, And times have changed and the players... They Importantly, have. not feeling homesick and not not pining for their families back at home, but you know, sharing the or the um, the experience with their families. Oh, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, and look, I'm sure it'll all change on Thursday and Friday. Um, you know, the partners or the wives will take over those responsibilities, and I'm sure well, well they don't come to training, so they're obviously still got the mind, their mind on the job. Um, but as I say, it just makes that uh, that downtime because they, you know, are worlds apart in terms of uh, time frames. I mean, I know I'm missing my family dearly over here now as it is. So, you know, you're, you're constantly wanting to pick up the phone and check at home, and, and they don't have to do that. Mel's um, Mel's allowed that that time, and no one's taking advantage of it. As I say, they're still very much uh, focused. On, on the task here. But uh, just going back to Isaiah Yo, I asked him the question yesterday. Obviously, he's got a lot going on responsibility-wise here with the Kangaroo Tour, but surely you're keeping an eye across on what's going on with the CBA and what's erupted back at home. I have to say, I haven't seen uh, Yoey get frustrated or aggravated uh, in any interview, um, and he did. He sort of let fly and said, it's ridiculous, it's been dragging on since February. Almost, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, this is not exactly what he said, but uh, along the lines of a, a, a disrespect uh, disrespect being shown to the players when you want to talk about pre-season competitions and all the other you know different bits and pieces and traveling to america for uh, perhaps a, a pre-season game um when they can't get the basics right um very very frustrated uh and let me tell you you know from the players perspective anyway over here it's very much uh, still a big conversation everyone's still talking about it it's not it's not um going to go any go away anytime soon so, so- uh, and we all know Peter Volandis and, and Andrew Abzo have sent their apologies to uh, World Cup organisers. They won't be coming over because they're desperately trying to sort a resolution. It sounds like they wouldn't have got much of a, a very nice reception from the players or, or some of the players, um, the, the bosses of the NRL or the Australian Rugby League Commission at the moment because of what's happened. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm sure they'll all be very mature about it. And we're, we're talking about a, a bunch of, uh, you know, sort of decent blokes. But, you know, the more senior players, the Daily Cherry Evans, as I say, Zay Yo, um, Jake Tavoyevic, they're very much well aware and have their finger on the pulse with exactly what's going on at home. Um, you know, they don't let the distance fool you whatsoever. 
Um, uh, you spoke with Mel Meninga. Obviously, he has a few decisions to make in terms of uh, who will battle the Kiwis. Um, I, I won't go into too much detail with that. You've already mentioned that Ben Hunt and Harry Grant will both play. Um, what I did want to mention, uh, and also uh, observing Regan Campbell-Gillard and the effort he's put in, he's obviously had that issue with the cork, but uh, it's a no-brainer that he'll be obviously included in that side as well. But uh, Nathan Cleary, guys, this was um, funny to, or strange, really, new territory for me to see um, Nathan struggle, really, at anything at all. Um, and, and Isaiah Yeo had actually mentioned that he, he hadn't seen any kind of form slump when it comes to, to the goal-kicking. But interestingly, Nathan didn't put it down to the changes with the, uh, you know, the ball being smaller or, or the environment. I think Fox tried to tell us that the air tasted differently, and that's perhaps why he was off with his kicking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, he said he's he's worked on a, a, a he looked at a few things. He was going to go straight back after the match and look at video. Um, and, and obviously determined to get it right. But the, the journalists were very quick to point out, well, surely you're going to give the kicking duties to somebody else. I can't see that happening. They've obviously got Val Holmes and Latrell Mitchell quite capable. Um, and, and there seems to be a lot of talk in and around Nathan Cleary spending extra time uh, back, you know, practising his goal kicking. Guys, that's that's just fait complete when it comes to Nathan's game. It's nothing new. He's done it since day dot. He's one of the first to arrive at training, and he does. He spends, uh, you know, a good hour or so after after training, after everybody's there. And, and look, the bus has had to wait a couple of times. Uh, last week it went without him. Um, but it just goes to show that just how determined he is to get things right. And he's told us that he will get this right. It's, um, he just wants to tweak a few things. He wouldn't go in to disclose what those things were as, in terms of the kicking, but he refused to use the, uh, the ball being smaller or any kind of environment. It's just something he had to do himself. What's the reaction to the... Could be uh, vital, though. Yeah, yeah. What's the reaction to the shock on the weekend of, uh, of Samoa knocking... Tonga out, uh, and therefore uh, Samoa into the semis for the first time. Yeah, no, it was really special. Obviously, always is. And look, the locals, for me, that was something very interesting for, for me to take a look at because we're obviously, uh, you know, used to seeing two such, you know, passionate nations go head to head and, you know, the prayers and, and all the rest of, you know, the celebrations. But that was um, in and around the commentary here with the, with the, with the palms. It was, um, they couldn't believe just how, how passionate. And I guess, I think the word used was a couple of times was kind, um, which, you know, you don't, don't really, really use that often in relation to a, a rugby league match, but just how kind and passionate and um, decent they were even after the match but wasn't it, it was an unbelievable game a few worries now though uh, with uh, Joseph Sawali obviously with that problem that someone's going to have to you know, address with him moving forward with taking those knees into the, the tackles the way he does, it's definitely something he has to correct um, moving forward and obviously uh, we've got uh, Paolo uh, with that raised uh, forearm that he you know, might have to answer for but yeah no, very exciting um, and awesome for the locals to to see just how um, special, as I say, those two nations and, and, you know, the respect that they had for one another, the prayer time, the whole lot, it was special. It's World Cup. So it's quarter past eight in the morning uh, where you are in Manchester. The players have got a training session today at 10 o'clock and should we expect the team to be announced today, Michelle? Or there's there's not really anything to announce, So what's today over there? Today over there is Monday for you, isn't it? No. Yes. We've got Monday night, so no, we're probably um, going into Tuesday here is when the team will be okay. officially announced. We'll probably get a fair idea and see how that all unfolds at training today. Also, guys, the hunt for coffee has been massive with the Australian team. Oh, I bet. Let me tell you, it's not that easy here in Manchester to get a good, decent cup of coffee, although, you know, God bless them, they do try. We found a coffee shop that's owned by a couple of Aussies called um, Federal Coffee, and it goes down rather nicely. It's a, it's a fair walk, but we're all prepared to do it because it's good oh, coffee. It's, it's, it's an Aussie's biggest dilemma anywhere overseas. I did the same thing in 
right through the states a couple of years ago. Just, yeah. just you spend half your time searching for a good coffee. And on that note, the big question Woogie really wanted yep. to talk to you about, Michelle, was what's on the menu for breakfast? No, well, why don't you you, you accused Michelle of not eating a healthy breakfast. No, I didn't. I said it's very hard to find one in England. <laughs> what are you eating for breakfast? What is it a buffet? Let me tell you, I, 100%. That is so true. Yes, we do go downstairs to the to the buffet, and I've met a guy nice. that um, oh, he cooks the meanest omelets. They are awesome, yeah, and it's nice. the lot, it's the mushroom, it's the peppers, it's the tomato, it's the, the bacon. Peppers. I go right on with it, but it's probably about my only meal of the day. They call it peppers the capsicum. Yeah, it's capsicum. Mm. Get it right. And you, the trick is capsicum. to have bacon in it, not ham. Okay. Oh, you know what, guys? I have to say, I'm not too fussed with the bacon over here. Far too thick and very salty. So yeah, I. I <laughs> Just a small that's touch, a, bit of bacon. That's how Woogie loves um, it. But, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's very different to the bacon <laughs> back home. That's Mich- how he has it. Michelle, we appreciate your time uh, tonight. Listen, uh, good luck. I'm with- really glad that you've got me on the line to find out what I eat for breakfast, guys. I think that's just awesome. We've I'm run out of things to talk about. Feel so much better for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we, we, we've got to go because Sats oh, has dear. just gotten out of hospital from a, a severe uh, a gout attack. Yeah, too much salty bacon he's been needing. So we need oh. to we need to go and check in on oh, him. I'm sending my love. We will. Um, Michelle Bishop uh, for Channel 7 also, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on SEN in Sydney. Hey, thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. No, thanks, Michelle. She's the best. Yep. Love Outstanding. her. Outstanding. Outstanding, Jerno. Omelette. I don't mind an omelette. I get a bit sick of eggs by about day four. Yeah, then you what's go your, What's your What's your go-to at a buffet? At what's a your, At a buffet, yeah. I, I will go and order the omelette with everything, including a little bit of chilli. Oh, nice, and, Gary. And I'll stock up on the fruit while I'm waiting for that. But why, yeah. And if there has to be, if there's pawpaw, I'll go back every day. See, I will stand at the egg station waiting for my omelette, and in that time I'll smash in those little sausages. <laughs> just put big ones out. Like, seriously, putting 10 of those on your plate, that's embarrassing. Whereas I don't even have to, I eat those while I'm waiting at the egg station. You don't need four of the big ones. <laughs> Yeah, that works out, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, you want to send us a text? Thanks to the McDonald Jones birthday sale. It's on now. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Hi, Jason Badge, keeper batsman Josh Philippe or Philippe should be opening the batting for Australia in the twenty twenty team. Give him the freedom to play shots like your Chris used to do. Yeah, that's from Sporty Gav. I'd like to see Ben McDermott as the keeper and batsman in that side. Outstanding. Oh, here we go. The new NRL, well, it won't be called the NRL, the new Breakaway Rugby League competition will be financed by the VRC. VRC? Oh, is that a dig at Peter Valandis? Phil and Melbourne, very funny. Oh, very Guys, good. NRL news, Will Smith a Tiger. Goodbye. That's from Mara from Eaglevale. Mm, not is, sure. Is that confirmed? There's a, a um, talk around uh, them and them chasing John Bateman, but Bateman's had a bit of drama with um, with Jackson Hastings. Right. They were in England together. And I think John Bateman's had a bit of drama with a bunch of players, and that sounds like the reason the Newcastle Knights went cold on him. Guys, IMO stands for In My Opinion. There in, you go. Okay. Thanks for helping a couple of old blokes out. Mm. I, know what, I know what LMAO means. Laugh my backside off. Okay, that's B-O. No. You know what I'm trying Talking to say. Talking about B.O. Hey, what? the Knights are likely to be the team to miss out on Magic Round. Did you yeah. read that? Yep. 
Michelle read? broke that news this morning. So no, I didn't read it out. No, I oh, didn't. Okay. Hey, um, and Michelle, we crossed to her too. Thanks to Robson Civil Projects, uh, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. Got to go to a break. A top seven from the weekend sport next here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now on Sports Day, it's time for the top seven moments from the weekend. Yeah, Gary, let's get into it, shall we? What's uh, what's the number seven moment well, from the weekend? Well, horse racing, some big ones again, kind of finishing off that uh, that spring carnival, weren't they? Uh, Zaki defended his Stakes Day Championship. What a race. Jamie Carr riding her eighth Group 1 winner. 300 metres to go, a full-on championship race now. Two leagues in front, Animo unleashing. They were followed by He's a Shocker. Still Zaki, 100 metres to go, followed by He's a Shocker. Mawuga Animo, still Zaki. Zaki holding on. Zaki back to back. Zaki wins it. Second, Mawuga or He's a Shocker, then Animo. Yeah, poor Animo. Animo was hot favourite, wasn't it? Yep. Didn't Thank you to Zaki and Alligator Blood for yeah. a nice Saturday. Alligator Again. Blood, yes, love that too. Uh, did you? That's your ex-boyfriend, Alligator. Well, Are you back in love like with it? it? Then it got in trouble, <laughs> and then uh, it's a bad. Now boy. it's going to good again. Number six, Netherlands, with another upset win in the T20 World Cup. This time, they actually knocked South Africa out of the comp. But they're about to seal a win over one of the biggest. Bastelita comes in, bowls to Norkie, who smacks it away through the covers for four, and the Dutch celebrate. You'll really see that. The boundary conceded and the celebrations begin. But Netherlands have beaten South Africa. How good was that? Oh, they were outstanding. Amazing. Hey, um, big upset number five in the top seven. Big upset in the World Cup quarterfinals with Tonga eliminated by Samoa 2018. Last tackle. Milford sends up the kick. Crichton came to chase for it. It will fall to Brian Toho. And Brian Toho pops it down. A score, perhaps, for Samoa. Mm. Let's put this into context. That In the first game, the opening game, England smashed Samoa 60-6. to six. They were just weren't even in the game. Terrible. And now they're into the, the, uh, their, the semifinals of the World Cup for the first time against England. They'll put up a better showing, won't they? Oh, they will. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, England will be favourites, but they'll definitely give them a shake. You reckon Australia will get over New Zealand? Yeah, I hope so. So it could be. There's be no fate Australia no final. There. The gun side, New Zealand. It's great forward pack. Big match up that one. Number four, Australia won the Hong Kong Sevens. Is this still going for the first time in 34 it, years with a 2017? It's not the same victory. comp for 34 years straight. Right. It, they have it every year. I reckon they're onto something. I think rugby needs seven aside all the time. Yeah, they beat Fiji, which is uh, who's one of the powerhouses, of course. They, they, I, I think it's still the same. They, they are the most hated team in Hong Kong. Why at the is sevens. that? Oh, something happened many years ago. Someone or with the, the Aussies or somehow they got them offside, and they just get booed constantly, booed over there. Someone might set me straight on that. I haven't watched it, but um, yeah, it was it was big for them. First time in thirty four years they won it. 
Okay. Number three, uh, the Kiwis secured their spot in the Rugby League World Cup semi-finals, and it was a it was a tough fought win over Fiji, twenty four eighteen. Set restart would probably do, and now the ball for Brown. He goes long. Rapana, Rapana has scored for New Zealand. He's a hero tonight, Jordan Rapana. Good player, Jordan Rapana. Hey, they actually trailed Fiji a couple of times by twelve points. Yeah, eighteen six in the second half. Yeah, mm. um, bad weekend for Fiji. Get knocked off by New Zealand and Australia. Not in the same. Yes. We beat him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, number two, the man who lost. There's another win for New Zealand. 30 kilos going into this fight. Mark Hunt, at the age of 48, in his last fight, too, Badge. This is his last, last fight. Again? Yes. That's his last, last, last one. More comebacks than John Farnham, this bloke. Uh, he beat Sonny Bill Williams. This was a surprise. Uh, ending the fight in the fourth round. Mark He's Hunt. going for the kill. He's head They made it sound good, didn't they? <laughs> That's uh, Andy Raymond. Great, great boxing commentator and league. And number one, uh, Australia, 48-4 over Lebanon. Didn't have it all their own way, but Josh Adokar, three early tries, all up. He scored five, the Fox. Harry Grant, Harry Grant, like a slippery eel. Then the link up to Monster. Five years ago, five tries in a World Cup quarterfinal. I think Val Holmes has got the record of six, actually. Six in one game, You're five in Vossi. No, he did, he did what Val did a few years ago. Okay. All right. But Val also scored six in the game. <laughs> Thanks to SPN, NRL, <laughs> Now you Fox got me Sports. wondering if I got that stat right. For all oh. that audio. Our listeners will let you know. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Uh, Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. They bring you Sports Day. You know what we bring you? Joel Kane and Brian Fletcher. Join us next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Monday nights. Joel and Fletch, they're back together and we're catching up with them like we do every single Monday night. How are you anyway, talk. Fletch? You good? I'm going good. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed about our Aussie cricketers. Are they A okay. grades? Well, I, you know, I was going to give an A grade to Woogie and he'll understand why. Because for the last, so I've been back for a, over a week and he's been cheering against Australia every game. Mm. Woogie, Does why? that make him an A grade? <laughs> Mate, I'm, no, I, like a lot of your listeners, I'm I'm off I'm off Australia. I'm off the Australian cricket team. So they're out of touch. How dare you do that? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't care, mate. I'm 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 out of here with them. I just and I saw <laughs> and everyone saw this coming. Everyone saw this coming. Ever since I mean, I've been off them since Justin Langer got the axe. 
Mm. And yeah, mate, since Kim Hughes, you, you were dirty <laughs> on him then. Since he had a tear. <laughs> well, I don't know, mate. And going by our text machine over the last week, and and on other shows as well, mate. A lot of people are off the Aussie cricket team. I, I got In, back from overseas, and I didn't. I, I'd missed all the early, a lot early, and I didn't quite quite get it. I'm going, no, I'm just blindly following Australia. Woogie's going, no, they stink. I don't like them. What they're doing, don't like the way they're. You know, they're going about this well, stuff. Well, what about... Pat that, Cummins in particular. Yep. I actually joined up to Linter Energy after he made his call. <laughs> I also got free KO, boys, so I just want to uh, chuck that in there. Hey, um, let me throw this early A grade then. Yeah. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts around Maxwell's comments? They're going, oh, no, we're not going to dwell on it and laughing and all. I mean, that's disgusting. It, 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 it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it's, was... that's, it's disgusting, right? Well, we were discuss- Gibbo and I were discussing it off air. We seem to think they don't look like a team. And we were, we were discussing it doesn't look like they'd go out for a beer with each other. Seems like a, mm. a team sport full of individuals. Yeah, I reckon yeah. there's a divide in Heels, the team. And I think, I think Crash Craddock both said words to the effect that there's not that electricity running through the side like the great teams have that you just know yep. they're on the verge of, of, of having a red hot go and maybe winning every game, but they just couldn't, couldn't sense it. And I, you could see that in the way they played. So here's the comments here. Um, you can't dwell on it. I think you move on pretty quickly. We've got a one-day series against England probably 24 hours later, and then we've got the big bash, and then we've got four-day cricket. Cricket never stops, so you don't get time to dwell. Maybe when you retire, you think back to it, and uh, it would have been nice to win it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, I wish we had a one. But yeah. not only that, it was the laughing in it. He was like, I've well, got the I audio here. That. I've got the audio. Right, okay. You want me to play it? Well, but hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? He has got beautiful teeth that he wants to show. He got them done. In, <laughs> got them done in Turkey. He got them done in Turkey. Yeah. And no, he might just want you know a bit of a sponsor. Let's have a listen. All right, let's go. Oh, you can't dwell on it. I think you move on pretty quickly. I think we got a one-day series against England, probably twenty-four hours later, and then we got the big bash. Then we got four-day cricket. We got so there's cricket never stops. So you, you don't get time to dwell. Maybe when you retire, you think back to it and oh, would have been nice to have won that, but. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> There's no point in dwelling about it. It's, it's like, oh well. Should, wish we had a one. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, uh, yeah, that's pretty ordinary. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't take it. I, I think he cares. I just think it's stupidity, personally. Um, no, I just think. It, I think he because of all cares. the money they're getting overseas yes. in the yes. IPL, I just don't think. And maybe it's they. I mean, T Twenty. It's not like the. Te, it's not like Test cricket. I know it's we should. I know Mousy for him. Yeah, well, it is. A, it is a World Cup. I, I understand that. But can I ask the listeners to maybe chime in here and ask you guys? Will yeah. that affect him possibly becoming Australia's next T Twenty captain? Oh, just just in in the manner. Taking away what he does on the field, just in the, oh, the I love the way of, he plays. Yeah, mm. yeah, but I'm, but the, in the manner of which he's handled the media. Yeah, and boys, it's so important how you present yourself in the media. There's NRL coaches at the moment who they are putting themselves under the pump because they present in those post-match conferences. In all reality, rats ass. And when it comes to fifty-fifty on public sentiment. When you present in that matter, people want you gone. I think you know who we're talking about. It, it is so important how you present to the public, in my opinion. Do you boys yeah. agree with yeah, that? You don't have to be, you know, trained. No. And, you know, and, or, but you, I, think it's, I think it's best if you sometimes you took a bit of advice from someone and say, hey, 
I'm thinking about saying this in the pre- in the press conference. I'm thinking, yep. and they go, no, 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 no. You're not you're not quite getting it. This is the sort of stuff you got to avoid, or you can come out with. Well, even if you don't mean it, just act like act like you do. It's the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened. Yes, to you. that's all there's we want. People, we want there's people who have been average coaches who are masterful when it comes to post match conferences. And they've got long, long careers yep. out of it. And, and you do get judged by that. And and that's what coaches have got to realise. They all want to go in there and, and, and be Wayne Bennett and almost, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But, but, but they don't be have the seven premiers. They don't have those the, the accolades behind them that Wayne does. So it just yep. can't work. Mm. Now, let's change tack, boys. Yeah, uh, tack get, change. Get, get this into you, you two <laughs> Queenslanders. Scientists say they've discovered the ideal hangover cure. Hello. Get this into you. Apparently, and I'm going to come up with a drink. Yep. This is this is my future out of here. Apparently, the real choice for a sore head is a special drink made from coconut water, lime, and pear, mm-hmm. and you got to follow that with a meal, or a small meal of cheese, tomatoes, and cucumber. Oh, wow. I don't bet that's cheese. So, yeah, so that that's all. This this vital research was performed by a team at the Institute of Chemical Technology in Mumbai, India, back in 2019. A team uh, led by Dr. Shraddha. Found the combination of food and drink gives you a good chance of lessening your hangover quickly. What it does, it gets into your your liver oh. and perform. Yep. So the consumption of it, coffee, no good. Hey, he Fletch, says one, oh, I love sorry. the coffee. I oh, know you. Sorry, you love you love going overseas in Indonesia. Do you do the mm. coconut water? Yeah, I love How it. Good, it's the be cold, cold coconut water. Yeah, it's got to be good. Can yeah, you have heaps of it, or does it just get a little bit too rich for you over time? One no, day. just have it. Yeah, one day. Yeah. And you know what? That makes sense because Jimmy Smith's got the coconut water. Yeah. And every time I, I listen to him, yeah, I feel better. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So coffee, this is badge, badge, this is no good. This coffee is no good no badge. Good. Coffee decreases the ALDH, which is the aldehyde dehydrogenase, dehydrogenase, also known as ALDH. Yeah. So. Hence, it is not advisable to consume coffee post alcohol in, intake. I'd, it, I'd give up the alcohol before I give up the coffee. I I need my coffee in the morning. How many coffees do you have in a week, Baginator? I have two a day. That's all. That's hey, not a lot, is it? No, it's all right. But it's, the dairy's no good for your for your hips. Hey, Wilgenator, <laughs> what? You what? know how you yeah. get. You know you get the muffin top. Well, I've t- I told you this story, Brian. Where um, Not you, badge. Chris, you got, Chris Hyington, you got snake hips. <laughs> Chris Hyington <laughs> presents as the most fittest person in the world, and he was trying to lose weight, and he couldn't when he was playing at the Sharks. He made one change, and that was to remove the milk from his coffee. Yeah, what happened? And it pushed him down another level. He said that yeah. was the. He tried everything, but he took the milk out of the coffee, and away he went. I do love milk. End though. up playing for England. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, Morganator. Yes, mate. If, if you wake up a little bit slim, dusty, and you look at the clock, and there's about twenty nine hours left in the day, it's going to be a long day for yeah. you. Yeah. What's your chosen sort of go to meal when you're feeling a bit? How you going? Yeah, fishy. basically asking what do you have for breakfast. Yeah, every day. Every day. Just <laughs> <laughs> battered fish and chips, straight up. Oh, that's yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Soak up that alcohol. About the bacon and egg burger. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. And, and I find, don't Reason. try this at home, another beer. It gets you going. No, what no, time? no, 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 because look what do at you this. Mean? No, <laughs> Maddie John's come on and said that it actually works the no, hair of the dog. It doesn't work. Well, who are you going to believe? Yeah. Dr. Shratter <laughs> or Matthew Johns? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with Matthew. So, yeah, me too. Uh, drinking more alcohol, question mark, that simply delays the issue rather than making it go away. You're just likely to feel worse the following day. Okay. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. Of course you do. No. No, that's well, life. 
It's not life. Hey, boys, can I ask you this? You ever heard of a thing called crushing? No. No. So I was at a function on Friday and I was talking to these young kids from, they were at the function, they, were, they play for Manly in the rugby union uh, game. Yes. Club. And they were talking to me about a gentleman who decided to contact them on Instagram mm. and said, uh, I'll pay you certain money if you stand on your mate. And they went, what the hell's going on here? So he pointed out, he said, Joel Kane, for example, yep. I want you to lie down yep. on your back and Nathan Brooks... On your you, back. You lie on your back and you stand. You, you, it's called crushing. Right. Stand on what? You stand. No, no, nothing sexual. It's all on the waist from the neck to the hips. And they paid him 700 bucks. So these young but kids. But why? He just likes it. This man likes it. The, the, what they were doing, he was paying them $700 straight away and they were getting it. So now the boys, when they go out, there's 10 of them, they'll contact this bloke and go, mate, do you want any crushing? What? Yep. Well, how many of got, them stand on one person? The more the merrier. So everyone gets... Well, he just folds his arm and just no, peruses. Then you've got to send him the video. What? Yeah, it was the weirdest no, thing I've seen. that's something weird. No, no, then, then this guy followed him and they realised that this guy was at North Coast and he lives in the North Coast. Right. He said, let's meet on this golf course and you can crush me. No. And this kid goes, yeah, it's going to be two grand. Blake said, done. What? He showed me the... I was watching the video. There's nothing sexual about it. He just likes getting crushed. So I'm wondering, you ever crushed anyone up there, boys? <laughs> no, but a new career path, I guess. Oh. I know. I was thinking, boys, why don't you get on to uh, OnlyFans and offer crushing? I- I've never heard of it, but it must be. What's there, yours called, Woogie? There is a need for it. <laughs> so you see, wanting to be the crusher. No. No. He, he wants you to are. get crushed. Why don't you guys do it? Why don't you do it in the studio and uh, uh, put it and out put there? put it on the TikTok. See yeah. what happens. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the trap. Actually, down for seven. I'd do that for seven hundred. <laughs> so get, I lie get, on my back. You, you, get Who gets the money, the crusher or the crushee? We go halves. Joel and I are going no, halves. No. So I'm lying. It's three fifty each. But how does Explain anyone get any? Ha- where are you going to be? Okay. Oh, hang on. Okay, righto. Okay, <laughs> I lie on the ground. Right. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, hang whoa, on. whoa, whoa. Joel's protest, protest. Yeah. I've worked it out. All tickets, protest. Okay. Okay. Apparently, yeah. One of the major ailments. For a crushing gone wrong is an elbow injury. Oh, there it is. I know where you're going with mm. this. There it is. Where's Sats, boys? Hospital on morphine. What, what with? He got crushed. Sore mm. elbows. Ah, yeah. yes. Who was his favourite manly player of all time? <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Crusher Cleal. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he sign with? In 1990. <laughs> this is making sense. Oh, my God. Who did he sign for in yeah, 1995? To get there. Yes, the crushers. Yeah, yeah. Yes. there you go. First you signing. Go. One of them. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. What's light on the fizz? Yes. So they can slam it down fast. <laughs> That's right. Solo brought out cans called Crushers. Yes. Right. Yes. Which Korean singer is his favourite so- songwriter? Crush. That's exactly right, oh, Brian. Wow. It's all coming together. Yes, does uh, like this for you guys? Or yes, what? he does. Oh, no, I don't. So basically, he was the guy walking around, yep. touching base with these kids that play for Manly. I can't. Oh. I, can't I just can't understand. <laughs> Neither can I. I was, I was perplexed. But that, these kids, they're out like they're 24, 25. They'd go out. Yeah. Something Gibbo would do. And they'd run out of money. So they'd ring this bloke and say, hey, mate, do you want to see a crush? And they say, yep. <laughs> yeah. they say, right out. And they'd bargain. They were telling me that at one stage they had 10 of them in the toilets, 10 blokes sitting on one dude just crushing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's perverse. It's, it's weird. Wrong. It's weird, I it know. Is. Yeah. And well, 
there, there's if something. They're all the same, though, boys. It'll be a very boring place. Yeah, true. I'm all for the crushing. Oh, I can't believe that. Hey, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Any of our listeners crushes? <laughs> and if you would like to be crushed, hey, <laughs> can I just can I change subject for a sec? <laughs> no please. way, please. I got a hold <laughs> of the Bondi Times today. Here we go. Botox, boob jobs, coffee pods, laser hair removal, pedicures, and bed sheets are among some of the wild items Bondi's OnlyFans stars are claiming on tax. Oh, oh well done. Very smart. Bed sheets. Bed sheets. Laser oh, hair you... removal. Laser hair. Oh, yeah, because you've got to look yeah, your best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Botox. Yeah, because you've got to look. And, and are they getting away with this? They actually... They're getting away with it because it's part of their job. They need that. To do their only fans work. Right. Well, I thought well, Botox we... was standard, though, on Bondi. I don't know if you can claim that, though. Can you, on a tax return? You probably can. You can't have standard well, lips in Bondi. Boys, <laughs> we, boys, can we ask, can I say this? We're in the radio game. What can we claim? Can we claim? Oh, everything. I mean. Talk to me. Everything. <laughs> what do you claim, Woogie? Like something for your throat? Oh, Manuka I haven't honey? thought of that. No, no. You can... honey? The, the, the key is to claim some extraordinary things, Brian, without then going too far. So instead of trying to claim 100%, you mm-hmm. might claim, say, 40 or 50% of that cost. Like gotcha. what? Right. Like subscription television? Yes. Well, no, I can claim all of it. All, so oh, you, you work watch. on it. So yeah, you, get, yeah. you get free KO, you were saying, but you don't need it. No, well, I can't claim for, that this year. research. Yeah, magazines. Well, that's sort ones? of stuff. What's one of them? Uh, it doesn't, you, they, don't, they don't look at the title, mate. That's Paul. Cleo's crusher of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's heaps. There's heaps. Send us your list, Woogie, please. Can I Thanks, throw in a late A grade? Yes. Of course you can. The block. Yeah. The greedy mongrels that set those reserves <laughs> for those poor people. That is I – ca- I can't watch it again. I, I, I got right to the end and I went, that's disgusting. You what can't did they do that to badge? Well, some of the, the the best couple on it got twenty grand. A couple oh. of them got passed in, and and the boys, Omar Slymenkel, former yeah. Leaguey, oh, and yeah. uh, and Oz, they they played, they gamed them, they got them, they got them for over one and a half mil. How, they, well, so how did they get so that, much? In well, the other? there was a guy. There, there's this massive bidder Careful. called Danny, and there was another guy in there bidding only on their house. And he pushed him right up and right up. It was brilliant the way they did it. Unfortunately, the rest of them just had – there was nothing left. Hey, hang on. So Omar Slymenkel yeah. and, and, and his mate Oz. And his mate. What, they made one and a half million. Yes. Record, 1.6. So they, their house oh. went for 5.5 or 5.6 and then they got another 100 grand for winning because oh. the, bidders, the bidding just went up and up and up and up. And then the and, bloke – why? The, why, then the why, under, did, why was their house so much better? It wasn't. It was the same. They all had the same reserve. Yeah, he's just saying it came oh. down to the, the, the auction. Just, you know what an auction is like? If you've got a, you know, two fever. or more really interested parties, they just mm. keep going. They had a tennis they court. They did. They had tennis court, <laughs> basketball court. They, yeah, that was really okay, good. I, Badge, can I ask this? The underbidder in that war for their property, did they purchase one of the other ones? No, I think Ooh. it disappeared. Didn't even right. bid on I think the we others. Just didn't think we saw no. it. It wasn't seen again. So, But I've got to say that the, the people that set those reserves – so, I don't know, production company, whoever it is, that's disgraceful. Those poor people, they just couldn't get any money. Mm. Uh, plenty Except of A grades. Uh, we have got to uh, get going, boys. Uh, great to chat. Great to chat on this Monday. See ya. Likewise. 
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, it's Well, Sats is away tonight, hopefully back tomorrow night. He's out of hospital. Uh, tonight, which is a good thing. Uh, time for a weather update for New Farm, Australian through and through. If you're listening uh, in Mudgee on Real FM, what a great radio station. What a great wine area too, Mudgee is. Very nice. Horses, beautiful part of the world. Absolutely, it is. Medium chance of showers tomorrow, top of 24, and a low of 11 overnight. It's home of the club Mudgee Dragons. Mm. Do you reckon horses talk to each other? No. Animals? No. 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 <laughs> New Farms. Thanks. We've got a dad You're joke good. out of the way, haven't we? <laughs> New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Uh, a quick mop-up of some text messages before we get to a very short soccer update and Badger's last laugh. Um, Ian the Bricky, I agree, boys. The best cure is a greasy bacon, egg roll, and icy cold Coke. Now, I find fish and chips. No, I don't. No, I, I like the bacon, egg roll. Um, text. Beautiful. Can I read this out? This is because oh. this is cool. Uh, hey, Jack, don't worry about reading out my earlier text as I've just turned the radio off to watch This Is Your Life with Rebecca Gibney. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Who'd watch that crap? Seriously. What? I'm going to, you know what I'm going to watch Rebecca tonight? Rebecca uh, My dad, your mother, or something, or the other way around. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that tonight. I said to my girls last night. <laughs> Are you really going to watch that? I said to my girls last night, oh. I said. If your mother runs off with the plumber or whoever, get me on this show. I'd be very popular. (laughs) That's the one for you. Oh, mate. Well, those old ducks. Uh, You know what you were just talking about? (laughs) What you can claim. Yeah. Ian the Bricky says his accountant told me he had an escort who claimed a leather whip. Fair enough. Wow. Cool. Um, Gary and Jace just wondering what time the Sonny Bill Williams interview will be on. Are we doing one of those, Jack? What? Not that I am aware of. Okay. Oh. Did you organise that one? No. Oh. No. Okay. All right. Listen. And, uh, sorry, yes. Badge. Val Holmes hasn't scored six tries. Addo Card did it in the NRL. Thanks, Neil from Quakers Hill. But you're wrong. Uh-oh. No, he scored, he scored six against Fiji in, a, in the semis of that World Cup in 2017. Don't bring me into your arguments with I'm just the listeners. Telling you, uh, for expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre quickly. Jack, 30 seconds. Well, Badge put this one in. But, yeah, CC Mariners youngster Garen Qual looks a certainty for the Socceroos World Cup. The squad should be announced tomorrow. He did come on uh, over the weekend and just his defensive pressure in that final third, took the ball, easy goal, Gun player. set up. We amazing. should talk to someone about the World Cup. Team oh, I would love that. Yeah, I'd love, love to. Yeah. Uh, in the EPL, Get so hold of Arnie. one more week of EPL before they uh, break up for the World Cup. Uh, Man City scored a poxy win against Fulham, but a win's a win. Uh, there was a good result for Arsenal beating Chelsea 1-0 in the London Derby, so they do extend um, their lead at the top. And I will say Liverpool won, which is great. Say so it. We're pushing up to the eight. They won 2-1. You did. Delighted. We'll lose against Sports Day. It's right, time enough. for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. All right, Badge. He's been away long enough for you to make a new one with my name on it. They're not good enough, are they? <laughs> you're, a, you're, hey, just you like, know, you're like Maxwell. You know horses can talk and cows can talk. Can they? Yep. Yeah, and, and there was two in the field grazing together and one said to the other, you ever worry about that mad cow disease? The other one said, why would I? I'm a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) 
So was that the horse or the cows that's had the conversation? <laughs> the cows. The cows. All right, okay, gotcha. Hey, mad, listen, we're going to go. No mad horse disease. Um, grab the show on the podcast. Back tomorrow night, hopefully with Satsy. Goodbye! Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.